backtrack a little second. You you get your open rating, you get mm -hmm. the nationals, you get your California Pro Am, and here comes the winter. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing the season was over. Right. You got a little taste of what is about to come. What happens next? Okay, yeah. So that um, is an interesting part of the journey. I knew that I basically needed to keep skiing because I was far from the mark. You know, I right. I don't think I'd even run a 39 in practice ever at that point. And clearly showing up at California Pro-Am and watching, you know, everybody that's going to be in the finals, you know, take it down and seem like they have it pretty well under control. I was like, oh, like that was a wake up moment for me. I just wasn't even clued in. I was like, I'm more than a pass away from being in in this in a meaningful way in contention in, in a competitive yeah. way yeah. yeah um so i need to you know but i i had this the sense of hope that was like well i only did this uh two and a half months every summer so if i can get in a lot of sets like i'll maybe start to play catch up and i felt like i certainly felt an exuberance of passion like i was like i have it within me to want to do all these sets like i I want to be a good mark. I mean, it's good to, to realize. Yes. Um, so what I did was uh, I, I kind of realized everybody else lives in Florida. So I thought, okay, well, I have to move or I at least have to be in Florida for the winter. Um, so I started looking at how can I. Sorry. Yep. You good? Yeah, get that a little. Yep. How can I um, make that happen? Um, and there's a little bit of a funny story there. Freddie actually just brought it up to me and suggested that I have to tell it. And then Amelia said, well, maybe you don't. But So we're going to share it. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll at least get most of the way into it. Anyway, I, I start looking on Craigslist for places. At that time, I didn't really know anybody here in the Orlando area. I had been to, my grandparents took me to Chet Raley's ski school um, for like three or four years in a row for just like three or four days at the end of the school year you know that became a new tradition we would go to chet's for like three or four days kick off the season you know kind of give let him give me some guidance to like try to go home and work with yeah so i was like okay well i know him i liked him i was like maybe i can ski there but of course that was going to be very expensive you yeah. know ski school sets every set but i knew he was also close to okihili and that's a place where i had been just for some nationals and i guess i knew you know, a few people there and some Northeasterners that spend some time there in the winter. And I, it's a it's a public park. So I thought, well, there's got to be a way I can line up some ski rides there. Maybe even some people will trade me skiing for coaching or maybe I can even make a, a little a couple side bucks coaching. I don't know. Um, so I started looking in that area, southern Florida and uh, scouring Craigslist. And I was not very encouraged at first with what I was finding, like the prices for rent were pretty high. Um, I was kind of intimidated that I didn't know how I was going to keep my head above water financially going down there trying to train. But one day I came across this ad for a condo. It was like built in 2007. So it was pretty new. Right. Um, it said rent 450 a month, including utilities. And it, it basically it said you get one bedroom. There'll be some, another tenant in another bedroom. It's just two bedrooms and common area kitchen living room um but that's all i needed i was just trying to find a and uh, i think it might have said pet friendly which also i was looking for i had a, a dog so um i was trying to find that i was like wow this sounds almost too good to be true so i immediately called the number the guy's name was richard so uh i got him on the line and you know i told him hey i'm calling to respond to your craigslist ad uh, i'm really interested in moving down um i'd like to make a deposit if if we can go forward with this thing. And he said, well, 
you know, look, I'm down here from, I just relocated from New York. I got divorced and I'm trying to meet, you know, somebody. And so I'm really looking for a female roommate. And I thought, ah, oh. damn. I was like, dang, this is too good. There's nothing else. Like everything else is twice this much money. I was like, I got to do something. So I said to him, I said, well, um, all right, man. I mean, I hear you, but I was like, you know, think it through, you know, you're going to move somebody in. I was like, you know, women are crazy. You know, <laughs> like, what, what if you move somebody in and it starts off really good, but then it goes off the rails, like then you're going to be really stuck in a, in a pickle. And uh, I kind of like tried to plant some seeds of doubt in his mind, you know, and he's like, well, look, uh, the first two respondents that already called me were women. He's like, that's kind of what I have my mindset on. So I, I have to give them the first offer anyway, because they replied first. And I'll loop back to you if something changes. And I was like, ah, shoot, probably got off the hook. So, but anyway, the next day I get a call back and it's Richard. And he goes, hey, man, maybe you were right. You know, I talked to those ladies and they did seem a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> he's like, so you're the only other person that responded so far. So it's yours if you want it. So I jumped at it. I packed up my life, like all my ski stuff, my dog whatever I had into the back of my Tahoe, drove down there in October. And, and also he was allowing me to rent month to month, which I thought oh. was great. Like this way, if I, if I just run out of money, I'll just go home. Yeah. Um, you know, I can start, I can always do some work, um, up in Maryland. Uh, there's, there's a guy I can always work for to make some side money. So anyway, I get down there, place is pretty nice. I was like, at first, I didn't have a bed or anything, so I just was sleeping on a sleeping bag on a carpeted floor in the room. I Craigslisted myself a bed, but it was working out fine. I was paying four fifty a month. Well, sooner or later, I started putting the pieces together of what was actually going on here. Um, the condo that I was renting was in foreclosure because this was 2009, and everything had just gone upside down. Uh, he was illegally renting it from the guy who was in bankruptcy or foreclosure right. and then since he was already under the table he was then subletting it to me just yeah. super under the table right so i kind of realized that and i was like well you know if the cops come and evict us like all i can say is like hey i don't know i just responded to a craigslist ad like if i have to leave then i have to leave like that's we'll just figure it out at that time right so it was working out pretty well well here's where it just gets a little bit funnier this is the part that freddie's looking forward to that amelia's not um i go home for thanksgiving and come back and richard who usually is just he's not out of work he's usually just kind of loafing around the house with his dog he's kind of wearing his underwear and a tank top or whatever right. just milling around um he's all chipper you know he's all like shaved up and cleaned up and i was like man he had a good thanksgiving i was like what's going on buddy like you're you're in a good mood and he said oh man the best thing happened he was like uh, i met these girls over thanksgiving we had thanksgiving dinner together and they're gonna buy my uh box trailer that i brought to bring all my belongings down from new york and i was like oh that's that's great you know i, I know times were tough with money and it's probably like 10 grand or something i was like oh that's fantastic he's like no 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 that's not the good part the good part is they're all porn stars <laughs> and they're moving to Las Vegas to start a internet-based reality TV show, and they want me to be a cameraman for them, and that's how they're going to pay me back for the trailer. And I was like, wait, they're buying the trailer from you, but you're going to work for them? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, he just couldn't even see it. He was so excited that this was going to be his new reality. Right. Um, and literally, he did go. Uh, 
he came back around Christmas time once because his mother and sister and daughter were living upstairs. Came back to visit, had totally changed his whole appearance. Like had these big sideburns now all of oh a sudden. Oh my god! Like the designer jeans with like the big stitching on the the pockets in the back, and like a big cowboy belt and uh, a big belt buckle, you know, all this stuff. And um, I got to talking with him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we've like we've been to Kid Rock's birthday party, and they hang out with all these celebrities." And he's like, "And and best yet, get this, he's like, actually." I'm not just doing the cameraman. They're actually working me into some of the scenes. Like, no. So literally this random Craigslist guy that I moved in with while I was trying to live down there and train goes off and becomes a porn star. So that is a part of my water ski journey. That's well, just very random. Yeah, not to not to diverge too much from your journey, but have you kept in touch with the no. guy? Like, no. No, that was, yeah, I mean, we. I wouldn't say we were like super close and um, – As exuberant as he was about his new career direction, it wasn't something that I really wanted to follow. If no, you know. of course, of course. <laughs> so, no, I, I didn't, but I wish him well. I hope it's going really well out there and that he's still making it. Music